Hey, I just wanted to share a great example that I believe um, of collaboration within my professional network. I'm a big believer of adding value wherever I can and continue to be proactive around building um, long-term professional and business relationships. And so um, over the course of doing these interviews, um, chatting with a contact of mine, James, um, from Corporate Training Solutions Australia, which I've known for the past five years, um, he actually allows me to use um, his paid a business Zoom account to stream live to Facebook. Um, and so I just think it was a great example of collaboration, how we both came together um, for a good benefit. And he's, that's just the type of person he is. Um, and those are the type of people I'm, I'm, I'm looking for who believe in um, collaboration and um, helping other people out where they can for mutual benefit. Um, and so uh, Corporate Training Solutions Australia provides per- personal development courses um, and also everyday end user software skills. So I would highly recommend um, reaching out to them if this is something you know, you've been thinking about either for your company that you own or the one that you work for or a government department that worked with um, a range of, of government departments and companies um, in Australia and the Pacific and Southeast Asia. Uh, send them an email, info at cts training.com.au. Uh, James is a pretty good um a pretty good lad too. So um, if you want, send me a message. I can send you his, his, his personal mobile. Hey, it's episode four here, guys. I'm interviewing uh, Adi here with Tana, who we met through LinkedIn uh, probably about six months ago um, and also at a networking event. She owns her own uh, consultancy, Totoro, um Consultancy. And so she she's a Kiwi, she's Kiwi native, but um, has been in Brisbane, Australia for the past oh, 11 years, I think it is. Um, I really like what she spoke around... Um, starting her own business. It was basically in a time where she was unemployed and she kind of had no other option. Now, initially when I thought about it, I was thinking, oh, that's probably a silly time to start a business. But um, she's thrived since then. Um, And also given the state of affairs with COVID-19, I think it's actually a smart idea in terms of anyone starting a business right and with given this the the way that the world works through the, the internet i don't think there's any sort of barrier to entry so to speak for starting a business it could be anything right like i'm not going to go into it here do your own research but you know the power that we have with the internet um levels the playing field and so i really like what she said about um taking that opportunity and starting a business um in that regard and it's probably a good suggestion for anything anyone now um who's struggling with finance or opportunities um you know ne- never has it has it been good to this good with the internet to start a business so i'll let you do your research on that um but like i said episode four hope you enjoy it ciao G'day there, it's Malaki here again. Um, really been enjoying my uh, chats with uh, people that I know within my LinkedIn network. And so today my guest, um, Adi, who I'll introduce in a second. She's been very gracious to give me some time just to talk over things, what's been going on in her world. Um, has there been any impact with regards to the state of affairs and um, just you know how, how everything's going, going about. So welcome, Adi. How, how are you going on this Sunday afternoon? Uh, good, thanks. That's the way. Lovely um, day outside. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, you mentioned just before we started recording that uh, you guys are doing a bit of gardening. So that's a good thing to do over this self-isolation yep. period. Yep. Mainly me doing the gardening. Everybody runs away. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, I've, I've heard that quite a bit. Yeah. We don't have kids yet. So we are, we're, we're looking for other ways to, 
um, help do our chores. But um, so you, so basically, oh. you, you, you've been in uh, business for close to twenty years, and you currently run a consultancy um, practice called Totoro, which we'll go into in a sec. Um, you also have a fashion label on the side, so that's um, very great to hear that you're doing sort of multiple things. Um, mm -hmm. And you also recently launched um, a book, um, which I'm excited to hear a little bit more about. Um, you launched that this year, January 2020. Um, and so you're, you're Kiwi, Kiwi heritage, but you've been living in Australia for more than 10 years now, it looks like. So. Yes, it'll be a, yeah, 11 years now, been living wow. here. Interesting, yeah. So you're a, what do they call it? Is it a, um, is it a mozzie? A Māori and an Aussie put together? A Mozzie? Have, have you heard that <laughs> well, one? You could say that, yes, I've heard Mozzie. Um, my daughter is categorised as Mozzie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there's, there's a few going around, with the, oh, but she, she's officially Māori Aussie because of being Australian and her being Māori. So, yeah, she's got where she is. She is literally one. <laughs> Taking advantage of those perks. Or, I guess I should have started with this uh, very important question. Have, are you still an All Black supporter or have you converted to the Wallabies? All Blacks. <laughs> it's, well, it depends on the, how well they're playing. If they're not playing good, I, I'm very much... If they're playing good, then great, I'll go for them. But if they're not playing good, then I'll go to the other side. <laughs> 100%, yes. Definitely depends on how they're playing. I've, I've found too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not biased. Uh, it just depends how well they're playing. If they're playing a good game, then I'll be, I'll be rooting for them. But if they're not, I'll be thinking, oh, something's wrong with their training. <laughs> uh, being being an ex rugby player, uh, I actually used, yeah, I used to play rugby as well. With my whole family, uh, apart from my spouse, who does not play rugby at all, nor does the daughter, um, <laughs> myself, my parents, and my brothers, rugby players. So wow. knowing, knowing that game that well, it runs through the family line on both sides, on both my mum and dad's side. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's a, it's a bit of a religion there. I was actually born in New Zealand too, but I haven't lived there for a while. But is that like, it's basically, because you grew up in New Zealand, I guess, hey, so and yep. living there, yeah. like rugby is literally just everywhere. It's sometimes if you don't follow rugby, it's a bit, oh, I feel I left out. Like, it's just something mm. that everyone's exposed to, hey. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we, yeah you must well say we have been brought up with it. We live yep. around it. We watch, we watch the games if it's not, ourselves playing it's either one of the nephews one of the uncles one of yeah any one of the family members that's playing yeah mm. no that's that's interesting like i guess as a nice little segue um just as you were mentioning uh you were exposed to rugby early i really want to talk a little bit about your business um and how, like mm. how, how did you get into it did you grow up around like a business focus or or um you know you had examples that you could follow or maybe you didn't like what was your kind of journey into okay I'm going to start my own business here and, and now obviously running successfully. Mm. Well, yes, I was actually surrounded by it at a younger age uh, with um, seeing my auntie and uh, my parents and then eventually going into business myself when I was uh, back in New Zealand. And then, um, yeah, it was just being surrounded by it uh, and uh, taking up the subject that school follows me all the way to uni and further on into now pretty much uh, 
But when I first started doing business here, it was out of the fact that I had become unemployed and I didn't have any options and I had applied in between three to in between three hundred to five hundred jobs and I couldn't get one. I couldn't get a job. Uh, of course, they wouldn't say why, because like, I had a lot of qualifications, a lot of experience. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, being a, a single parent at that time, I couldn't find work. So, okay, I had my mum in the background, uh, thankfully, who was my greatest support, pushing me to go and find work. But she said, look, we've done all we, we can, can't do anything about it. Might as well go back into business again. So that's exactly what I did. That's how the consultancy came together. Wow. So, yes. Interesting. I, lo I love that um, your your base story around that, that, uh, you know, you had been exposed to it, you had been around it, and part of it was that, um, you know, you're unemployed or didn't have, like, a stream of income. And mm. I guess the current state of affairs, right? So with the COVID-19 virus, there's a lot of people mm. that are in that situation, right? So there's a, there's, there's a few Kiwis that fall in that little loophole where they're not eligible for assistance, like the youngies that uh, recently arrived, they, they fall in that little loophole. So you could say I was in that little loophole where I got maybe a little bit of assistance, but it wasn't enough to cover the bills. So it wasn't out of choice I had to go into business because yeah. I needed to bring in the income, being the main income earner. Mm. Interesting. I like that. And do you think like with the current state of affairs um, where the global economy has been impacted, but then mm. with the layer of the internet, do you think, I mean, it's probably still possible for people to try and do that, I guess, in terms of finding opportunities. Yes. Like, let, or make up your own opportunities. Look at yeah. what the, what's happening in the market and find out what problems you can resolve. Because like, I mean, being in that situation before where I couldn't get any, any assistance, you just utilise the resources that you had yeah. and the talents that you possess, all of the uh, experience and the qualifications that you have and turn it into something that works. So, right. well, yeah, that, that would be some advice that I would be saying to others. Like, if you can't get assistance, utilise what you have. Yeah. Be resourceful and turn it into something. Interesting. I, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a proactive approach. Um, mm. And so, no, I, I agree. That's, that's really good advice. Um, on your, uh, just changing gears a little bit on your business. So you, you run a consultancy. Um, what's, what's been the, the, the main thing, I guess, from your day-to-day -day routine in terms of, you know, the pandemic that we're in right now, I, just your day-to-day -day routine. What's the one thing that's surprised you in, in terms of the change and, you know, what you've had to do, whether um, working from home has been different or clients have been different or your approach has been different. What's, what's the one thing that's, that surprised you? Uh, I think it'd be more changing my approach. Uh, not that it didn't surprise me, sort of. It was uh, trying to get into a good transition, making it normal, uh, even though it's not a physical face-to-face. -face, it's becoming more often where you're having the video meeting and of course, you, you do get those clients that they really, uh, they value the proper face-to-face -face where they physically can see you. And it's them trying to adjust to the new norm, which is, of course, what we're doing now, video meetings. Yeah, interesting. No, I like that. And um, yeah. 
is is do you have a particular um, niche market or do you have a focus area like what what is do you have an ideal client on like okay within this sort of industry or bandwidth these are the type of clients that I generally work with or specialize in uh, I do have a mixture uh, they, they come from different backgrounds uh, I, that's what works for me like if you just specialize in one particular industry with different clients you find that you've run out of more options whereas I have a mixture and that helps and it's because I've got experience in different industries from construction to uh, art to working in catering to uh, doing community service to working in health and disability so it pays to have a mixture so that way if it's low in one area you can quickly swap into another area so that way you can spread yourself across more uh, rather than one particular type of client. Very smart. Uh, I, have, I, I have noticed that with some of them, there's just there's the tendency to stick to one specific type yep. and that limits opportunities and of course it limits options as yep. far as clients are concerned. Mm. I like that, yeah. Um, being diverse in, in particular areas definitely helps. Um, mm. you, you mentioned the construction industry. I uh, yeah. recently spoke to a good friend of mine who uh, runs a company in the construction industry and he, ga he gave me a bit of a lowdown that construction's kind of still booming, I guess, in, 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 this, uh, in this era. Yes, it is, and it still is in, in New Zealand as well. <laughs> Everyone's being more, um, what do you call it, uh, systematic as far as putting the right measures in place with all their PPE equipment, making sure they've got their little, uh, what do you call it, essential services, little banners on the sides of their trucks and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, um, it's, it's definitely an interesting industry. I, I spent some time in there too, so... Um, be interesting to see what, what comes about all of that in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you about your book, um, which you released in January 2020, this year. Um, so the title of your book is Turn Your Taonga Into a Business. Now, Taonga means gift or treasure in Māori. Um, do you want to just, just give us a, a rundown of, uh, you know, what, what's the book about? Um, and then just go into, you know, how, how you, how, or how it came about, how long it took you to, um, get into gear and, and get it all together. And, and what was your, your, your belief? Like? Okay. Uh, for my book, it was mainly like, cause I did notice different ones in my own culture being, uh, indigenous New Zealand where, they didn't know certain information that they needed to ensure that they had put solid foundations in place for their businesses, you know, pretty much at the beginning, because you, you know in the first three to five years, those, that's the, the red margin to ensure that you can continue on instead of failing and shutting up shop. So I, yeah, going from my own experiences from working in the um, business and over a period of so many years, that's how I came up with it. It's not a big book. I made it short and simple with uh, just enough information for them to, you know, actually go and seek out 
then put all these safety nets in place. So like, <clears throat> like getting uh, uh, the necessary armour, you would, might as well say business armour to cover yourself before you even continue on further. So like getting a business consultant, putting a business plan together, getting a commercial lawyer, what questions to ask, what they need to know, getting an accountant, uh, pretty much everything uh, that's needed, insurances and stuff like that, uh, copyrights, trademarking, anything they need to know. And those are really important, especially wow. when you're in business. Yeah. Wow, I like that. That's cool. And it's I'll um, include all the relevant links to that book um, in the mm -hmm. notes below. But um, it, it is, as I can see, uh, available on all the platforms, digital platforms, so Kindle and some of the other various ones as well. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah, really making cool. sure it's, I didn't want to isolate myself, like I, I know specific ones are saying, picking my own culture is, is a niche market. Yeah, I could say that. But I wanted to be able to share that knowledge and experience so that everybody can put something together for themselves and consider and you know the pros and cons before they make that decision to actually go into business yeah 100 percent. i mean I, I read it myself i said i wish i had that at the beginning because the amount of research i had to do was a lot i love that <laughs> so many so many templates and stuff uh yeah you must well say yeah it is a self-help book but i've done it in such a way where it's simplistic uh, there's, you know, not too much technical jargon in there because you do find with a lot of them, especially our up-and-coming youth that may be leaving from school and that, they're still trying to figure out with what they want to do as a career. And if they're wanting to go into business, well, you know, they need to know which avenues they need to be taking. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I like that. And so you could, you could almost say it, 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 it does have uh, an Indigenous... Uh, flavour of it, I guess you could say, but applicable to all Indigenous um, mm -hmm. cultures, I guess you could say. And then not only that, like someone who may be working with an Indigenous, um, someone who is part of a culture, I guess. So, yeah, mm. there's, there's, there's information for everyone there. So that's that's really good. I like that. Mm. Yes, with that little bit of Indigenous in there. Because <laughs> 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 like, like at the back of the book, it's got uh, wording in, in my language and that's just saying gift, knowledge, experience. So that's how I broke up the book in pretty much in three different ways. So experience, knowledge, gift. And so the gift was uh, being in business and using that gift to share with different people. I like that, yeah. So are you a bit of a reader yourself? Oh yes, I've got quite a few books that I've read. Uh, there's a long, I've still got books to finish to read. Yeah. So there's about one, two, three, four. I'm just looking at them at my desk at the moment. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Oh, I've wow. got ten. Yeah, ten to read. What, what's the book yeah. you're reading right now? What's the what's the one out of the ten? Uh, one of them that I'm reading, I'll just pull it out for you. Yep. All right. Just for last. That one I'm reading is The Power of Talking About Money. It's a bit of a laugh. It's quite funny. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Who's the author? Yes. Uh, Alex Holder. Alex Holder. Alex Holder. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. And then there's, uh, there's another book that I actually read. I went through it quite quickly because I was laughing half the time. And that's the grammar one. Have you read that one? Wow. That's, yeah. That is definitely a book I need to read. Yes. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think my wife um, would agree with me that that's a book that I need to read, I think. Yeah, the, the grammar, no, your grammar. <laughs> and yeah, there's a few books that, that, that kind of buys the time as well. It's like, oh, I've got nothing to do. Oh, yes, I've read my book. Now I've got the time. And then here, here, here of course, well, here's the book. So I've got ah, cool. Yes, great. So it's, only, it's only like 12,000 words, but like, I've, yeah, I've made it simplistic enough so anyone can read through it quite quickly. That's great. Well, oh, those, those that are absolute readers, They'll probably do it in under uh, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Oh, nice. Uh, like, like my mother's got a copy and she just read it in 30 minutes. So she's, she's quite academic. <laughs> she, she reads five. Oh, oh yes, she's a, yeah, she's a speed reader. She reads through five different books at one time. So she has a book in, in specific areas in house. And she walks past, she goes through her day and reads books couple of pages oh okay i'll walk over here i'll read this book <laughs> ah yes starting an, yeah yeah not finishing one and starting another yes that's definitely allowed i like that i'm a bit like that too <laughs> hey so with your yeah. um with with your business what uh how have you gone about um advertising i guess or what's what's your strategy been in terms of uh new clients and then given the state of affairs now with um, COVID-19, has that um, approach changed in terms of like marketing your business or how you get clients? Like, can you explain a little bit about that? Uh, Marlon has been a mixture. It's always been a mixture. It's, it used to be just word of mouth, but uh, uh, through different clients, different business connections, but through different ones in LinkedIn, through it hasn't really changed that much apart from no longer doing word of mouth anymore because everyone's going digital. So yeah. it's a lot of uh, either through, I've, I've gotten clients through Instagram, through Facebook. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've had a mixture um, oh. or through different uh, business contacts that I've worked with over the years. So it may not show up much on my profile, but it, it'll, it's, Definitely in different areas where I've managed to get different clients so, or they ask a question and then, oh, how can we schedule an appointment? And I'll just go through the scheduler and then they book their appointment. And so, yeah, a lot of it's been Instagram, Facebook. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, yeah, uh, there's been like a slight shift because I thought it would be via um, LinkedIn, but a lot of the shift's been through Instagram and Facebook. Interesting. Okay. Do you do paid ads through that, those platforms? No. No, I don't. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't do paid. I did try one, but it didn't really work. Yeah. And a lot of it was doing a, a lot of the videos, like what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of videos, which I've scheduled in advance. And it's been through my different videos on business tips, and they've only been in between two to five minutes long. Wow. Okay. That's really good to know. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. And then obviously with TikTok coming along, that's that's another platform, I guess. That's going to 
<laughs> gaining a, a lot of momentum. You might get some business videos going up. <laughs> maybe if, if, you, if you find yourself getting a bit bored during this uh, self-isolation period. Oh, yes, I've been doing that. I've been trying the different business apps. Uh, it's very good having a teenager because you can learn from what they do on there. So, oh, show me how to do that. Which app are you using? <laughs> smart, very smart. Even different uh, video clips and graphics and effects that they use with uh, videos and stuff like that. I've been looking at it, oh, I can do that. I can do that transition or change different transitions when you're uh, advertising things online. So it's good to know how everybody's doing things. <laughs> yeah, no, we've, uh, my wife um, and I recently jumped on there and I'm purely doing it from the exercise point of view in the mornings, but it's actually giving me a bit of creative thought process around how, you know, how do I make videos and stuff like that. So I actually really enjoyed um, getting on a new platform and doing that. So um, it'll be interesting to see where, where all that goes, I guess. So I've actually seen quite a few businesses on there too. Um, mm. And, and uh, actually a lot of the health people I've seen on there. So um, chiropractors, physios, in fact, heaps of teachers on there as well. So um, it's interesting mm. the spin that um, it's going through right now. Mm. Mm. Some of them, yeah, yeah you've got to pay for the ads, but I found, found I didn't have to. A lot a lot of it's what you can give online and seeing whether it resonates with different ones and then they get drawn in, they'll, they'll contact you. It won't take long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. So um, with, I guess, with, you know, within your experience with your clients, um, what are uh, you... Any of the industries that you mentioned before, maybe construction or hospo, um, has there been any businesses um, that you've seen or that like you're connected to? Like, what have they actually done well in, in this period? So, given you know the the ban and gatherings and stuff like that, what are some good examples that you've seen that businesses have been able to pivot um, in terms of either an online experience or they've been able to transfer as much as they can their services online? What's, what's been your experience with that? Mm. Like, uh, because I had informed them kind of earlier to actually go digital, some of them I was actually telling some of my clients last year to go digital. Uh, not knowing this was going to happen, of course. They, they had already transitioned, but they were just finishing transitioning over into uh, pretty much doing business digital. Like uh, one of the artists that I've got, she has transferred all her artists, all her canvas into digital form so it can be sold online. Uh, another one where, what else? I'm trying to remember which one. Oh, I had another client where he had to, he had an event that was actually set for last month, but of course it had to get cancelled. And I said, it doesn't mean cancelling it. You just do it online, so that way people still get the experience just from just from a video perspective. And of course, if anyone wants a refund, well, then just follow through the process. But at least they won't be missing out on anything. Wow! So they still got events happening online. Yeah. yeah. Without having to cancel and lose a whole lot of money. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean. I don't even think it's too late. For, obviously, it was good that, you know, you, you had the foresight for those clients to um, make some of the content digital. But, I mean, even now, you know, this 
as we are. I don't even think it's too late for people to get online and be digital, right? Because it's the, the barrier to entry, I think, is very low. Um, mm. So, yeah, any businesses that are even even not even online, like, it's not too late, right? Like, you can go out and mm. create a Facebook page or a LinkedIn page. Yeah, you can still do it. You can yeah. still do it. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, but you don't allow the situation to limit yourself from not being able to progress forward. It's just learning to find how you're going to adapt and yeah. try and do it quickly. If you yeah. don't do it quickly, you're going to miss out. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, that's so good. Hey, I really enjoyed our time today chatting. Thanks uh, for taking the time out. And um, I've enjoyed hearing a little bit more about your book um, and what's what's been going on. And I guess just some departing quotes or um, departing remarks is, is there anyone that's watching this either um, either in my network or your network that um, may be able to help you personally or professionally or a business focus um, during this this time of COVID-19? Oh, well, I've got three. I've got three things. Uh, one, either uh, referral. Referral, if anyone they think can benefit from what I can offer, which is either consulting or mentoring. Uh, the second one is, oh, if you would really get to know me, do the same what you have connect via LinkedIn, be part of the network. And the third one, what was my third one? I did have a third one, but I've forgotten what it was. Your book? Oh, yes, well, get the book. <laughs> you can go get the book. Oh, and I did forget to mention it's only, I started it in December and yeah. Oh no, I started it in November, so in under, under three months, I wow. have written and published it. Yeah. That's super quick. Yes, super quick. A uh, good time to write a book is now. <laughs> yes, 100%. I agree with that. I have all the relevant links. Check out the links below to order that book. Um, but I really enjoyed our time chatting today, Adi. Uh, well, wish you well, all the best for the future, and definitely keep in touch. Um, mm -hmm. Chat again soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thanks, Maliki. See ya.